and hey there. Do you have a preferred band of, brand of shoe shine? What are you, what is your favorite cut of steak? What's your go-to pickle? This is the top five podcast. Nothing's off limits. Everyone is wrong, even when we think they're right. I'm your host, Eric Shane. With me as always is Zach Rancourt. Zach Rancourt, how are you, sir? Not too bad. Um, I can't complain too much. I got nothing uh, schnazzy to say to start us out, but I can't complain. That's all right. Neither do I. It's just one of those weird weeks where we're just sort of going through it, trying to get through from one day to the next. You know who is just that's his go to for life. Just getting through one day to the next to one week to the next. That is Mr. Tom Lockhart. Hi, Tom. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing good. I have all sorts of things to say. Uh me and the wife went to Vancouver this weekend, and I want to talk about Canada real quick. Go for it. Now, Canada, great food. They had great food while I was up there. Mm. But I don't know what it is about. I don't know if it's just Vancouver, but they don't have left turn lanes at, like, stoplights. And it's the most infuriating thing I've ever been through. I, I, I was up there. I've been up there before, but for some reason, I really noticed it this time where like it'll always be two lanes and the left lane is the turn lane, but not really. So that lane's always backed up. And then the right lane can also be a turn lane to go to the right. And it's just like, it's the worst design thing ever. And I just wanted to yell about that out into the void. (laughs) So, well, they just make you go, go a block down the road and take three rights. Is that it? Well, no, that's the thing is you can turn at the light. It's just, you hold up traffic because the the left lane is the turn lane and also goes straight through. So it's just people piling up and I don't blame the Canadian people, but they're terrible drivers. But I think it's because they have to deal with the situation where they have to go back and forth between lanes because the left lane is also a turn lane. <laughs> so they're always like just changing lanes and it was infuriating. <laughs> Interesting. I, when I went up there, uh, we took the train and walked everywhere, so I didn't have that problem. Yeah. So there's there's my rant about Canada. <laughs> Great Goddamn eggs Canada. Benedict, though. I mm. had several eggs Benedict while I was there, and they were okay. all amazing. <laughs> Did you try poutine when you were up there? I didn't, but my wife told me that I had the last time that we were there, and I just don't remember. So I guess I have had it. I don't know. I believe her over my own memory, so. Ah, well, that's that's it. There you go. <laughs> okay. Did you stop at a Tim Hortons? Uh, no, we did get a donut at another place. Uh, I think it was called Lee's or something like that. It was okay. in the uh, the Gainesville market that's there, and it was a delicious donut. <laughs> I would only ever eat at Tim Hortons if they had Tim Hortons around here. But they don't. Yeah, it's like it's just like Dunkin Donuts, basically. It, you it know is what? what it is. It's not too bad. Yeah. You know what? It's 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 like if Dunkin Donuts and Starbucks had like a vastly superior child. That would be Tim. Hortons. Oh, eh, I don't think it's better than Starbucks. I, I I think that it's it is what it is. I mean, I only get cold brew. And when I go to Canada and I'll stop at a, a Timmy Ho's for some cold brew. And okay. it's it's very OK. Um, but I mean. I liked it. My donut was good. I, I, I don't think it's anything to write home about, but yeah, I mean, it's it's solid. And there's one everywhere, which is great. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy Tim Hortons quite a bit. All right. Well, you know, it's part of what I love about Tim Hortons is how it smells. How's that for how is that for a segue? Do you like that? <laughs> yeah, Did that, that work good. out? Your sense of smell, just like your other senses, really. But your sense of smell enriches your experience of the world around you like really nothing else. Different scents, they can change your mood. They can trigger a sense of nostalgia by unlocking like some long forgotten memory. You just get a whiff and you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't smelled that forever. And then something triggers in you and it changes your entire mood for that day. It could even help you bond with loved ones. Today, we are talking about our top five scents or smells or sniffs, whatever you want to call it. So to enhance our discussion, as usual, we didn't share a list with each other. By no means are we experts whatsoever. Just a few dudes who like to talk about nonsense. So, Tom, what's your first one? Now, I'm very much not an expert at this because I have a terrible sense of smell. I can never smell anything. Um, And it annoys my wife to the end of the earth because she'll be like, does it smell like something's burning? I'll be like, no, I don't smell anything. And then there will be like something in the oven burning. (laughs) It's just like... I can't tell most of the time. I don't know what it is about my nose, but 
I did come up with a list, and I will start it off with the reason <laughs> that noses were invented. Okay. And that is to smell delicious bacon. <laughs> Sizzling, delicious, amazing bacon. The most amazing smell that you could ever have. It's crazy. Foods smell good when they're cooking. Like a lot of them do like, oh yeah. But bacon's the only one where like I stop and close my eyes as like an involuntary thing and just like, just smell the air. And it's just beautiful. Even burning bacon smells delicious. I don't know what it is, but bacon is, is the only thing that just like stops me in my tracks, especially when I'm not expecting bacon. Like if I'm like coming downstairs and Whitney's in the kitchen and she was making bacon in the morning, when that smell hits me, it's the best moment ever. Cause you just don't realize it's there. And then it hits you and it's like, ah, oh, I'm going to have a great morning. <laughs> I don't really like bacon that much. I, I, I don't say, I would never say I hate it. I would not say that it's gross by any stretch. I just, yeah, sure, I'll have it if it's there, but I don't go ape shit over it like some people do. So I, I don't know. It's it does smell good. I mean, I'll give you that. But like, mm-hmm. I think to a little uh, a little too much bacon can go a long way, um, in my opinion. There's nothing quite like bacon, and we talked about that with our top uh, top five overrated foods. I included bacon mm-hmm. because I I feel as a food it is overrated. It just adds yes. 400 calories and not a whole lot of satisfaction to go along with it. But as a smell uh, and as a flavor, that's unique. It's nothing like bacon. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's not on my list. It almost made my list. But no, it's pretty great. Bacon is a fantastic smell. What great. about what about burnt bacon? What if it like if it burns? Would that ruin it for you? No, but I'm really fat. So no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not that fat. Shit. Yeah, we know I'm, I'm hard on my. I'm really hard on myself. I'm not that fat. Shit. Yeah. Uh, it's just, but bacon. No, um, I I don't know. Yeah, any burn anything, just about anything, it's gonna ruin it. So, right. Yeah. Well, fair enough. I mean, it's yeah. There are like air fresheners out there for it and all that kind of stuff. And obviously, people love it for a reason. And what yeah. goes into besides the taste is obviously the smell too. Everyone loves some sizzling campfire bacon or some sure. sizzling bacon at home or some sizzling bacon on the beach, whatever that may I, be. I would say the smell's better than the taste. Like I would agree. Well, it's all about <laughs> I would agree. The smell. That seems well, like a, a letdown. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, no, but the... it's still really good. It's just yeah. it smells so good. Just. Oh, I wish I could cook bacon all day. Oh, I could. And I <laughs> well, it's one of the, one of the important things about your sense of smell is that it informs your sense of taste. Yeah, absolutely, and, right. and and that anticipation where you know you're like, ooh, bacon's on its way. Hell yeah, you get excited, mm-hmm. like the 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 begging strips. You're like the dog, Tom, in the begging strips commercials. <laughs> I'm exactly like that dog in so many ways. <laughs> well, my number one also has to do with breakfast, and that is fresh brewed coffee. Oh hell yeah, hell's yes, fresh brewed coffee. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup, right? No. Maybe you don't like Folgers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not Folgers. I you know. I don't mind Folgers. It's fine. It's just cheap and it's there and whatever. Uh, I do on like a Saturday morning, Sunday morning. I prefer, you know, a good coffee. I really do. And a good French press coffee. If I can do it, that that's the best. But uh, I don't really mind the cheap stuff, but I I will tell you from a sense from not just a taste, but from a smell, a sense standpoint, better coffee smells better than say Folgers. That said, Fresh brewed coffee, regardless of where it comes from, that's the best way to start the day. Fresh brewed coffee is just a wonderful, wonderful, whether you're at home and you're going through Monday through Friday or you're having a weekend where you, you know, you sleep in a little bit, but you got to get the coffee going and now you're ready to start your day. Or if you're, you're camping, especially if you're like fall or winter, a little bit colder camping and you get that coffee going, God, that's just, it's perfect. Absolute perfection. Fresh brewed coffee is one of the best smells in the world, man. Well, I think it's it's important to remember, too, a lot of smells are uh, memory pieces for us. So they take us to a time of, you know, that we remember in our lives that we were we were happy, that we were better, that whatever, right? One distinct moment or many distinct moments. And so for that reason, I agree with Eric 100%. Fresh brewed coffee is also on my list. Um, I would say coffee in general, but honestly, I think fresh brewed coffee is is the way to go. Uh, stale coffee kind of, eh, it still mm. smells like coffee. 
Um, anyone who's been into a coffee shop, when you leave with that coffee smell, it can either be really good or really bad because it kind of lingers. It's like Subway kind of, but uh, it can linger. But when they're brewing it and then when you have that cup in your hand or you wake up on a Sunday morning ready to watch the Seahawks game and you brew some coffee, oh my God, it smells so good. Camping, same thing like you were saying. Uh, I I take my French press with me or I bring little Starbucks via packs and uh, make coffee in the morning. And it's not even about the energy necessarily that it gives me from the caffeine. It's just a, a routine and I love the taste of it. And it is something it's like it's like a blanket on the inside of me. It just it kind of wants to hug me. So, yeah, absolutely. I think it's one of the best smells in the world. Fresh brewed coffee. Tom, how do you feel about coffee? Uh, well, I'm on the record as saying that I I don't really enjoy the taste of coffee, um, even though I drink coffee every day. Um, but the smell is way better than the taste for me. Uh, and recently, as in like the last two days, I have been cutting back on my creamer and actually went to sugar-free creamer because I want to try to get to a point where I can drink coffee by itself Yeah. because I've realized that I have about 300 calories a day going into just coffee creamer because I put so much creamer in my coffee. Jeez, there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's, it's a lot, I know. But I'm trying to wean myself off so that I, I can eliminate 300 calories because I'm trying to do better and lose a little of this weight in the middle. Sure, it'll, be the, it'll be the 72nd attempt at doing that. Oh yeah. A nice delicious salad today. Oh, it was so good. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like the smell of coffee is what I was getting at there. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like a guy that does. So I, I do cold brew mostly. So it doesn't necessarily have like a smell, like a hot drip coffee or a French press or arrow press coffee, but it's, it's my favorite thing to do in the day when I wake up and just pour that cup of cold brew um, and just sit there and drink it. It's so relaxing to me, and I, I don't know what it is. But I've had a hard time get behind cold brew. Yeah, it's you know I was kind of the same way at first many years ago, but I like it because it's less bitter. Um, not that coffee's all that bitter, but it, it is less bitter, so it's smoother. It has more caffeine. It's stronger because it's it's just brewing for twenty four to forty eight hours. Um, and it my thing with coffee when I drink it, I don't like to drink it fast. Um, so when I have a cup of hot coffee, like I'll go have it if I go to breakfast and you know, they're like, you want some coffee? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. But, um, when I have a cup of hot coffee, I feel like there's a finite window for when I have to drink it. It's like five to 10 minutes and then it starts getting like lukewarm and then it's just kind of, you know, I don't want to reheat my coffee. It doesn't taste as good. So I'm like, let's take out that wait time and just put a couple ice cubes in this, in this coffee. And there we go. Now I can nurse it. So I don't know. My logic is weird, but I, I like it. I mean, apparently <laughs> it's not that weird because a lot of people have followed suit to the point that cold brew is a thing. Yeah, that's so true. It's that's true. not you're not alone, which I guess is gratifying in its own sense. But for me, I got to I just I don't know, just a, a black coffee, just straight up drip coffee. I love it. I, I've never needed sometimes I like having creamer in there or or some sugar or some you know non-sugar sweetener stevia whatever that's fine but generally my go-to is just straight drip coffee you know what I really like also is mm. and this is going to sound weird like we just said Folgers is you know it is what it is I it actually kind of like that cheap coffee like you go yeah. to a gas station and you're like on a road trip or something and you get the dollar cup of coffee mm -hmm. you know it's not the best but at the same time it just like hits the spot Kind yeah. of. I, I don't know I what agree. it is. I'm not I have it all the time. Yeah, I'm not above that. Like, I don't want to pay five dollars for a drip coffee. I'd rather pay gas station prices. Yeah. Well, yeah. I go into like 76 station here on my way to work, bring in my cup, fill it up. 50 cents. Look at that. There you go. 50 cents drip coffee like that. I can afford that. That's fine. 15 yeah. bucks a month, basically. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, hard to go wrong with that. That's um, less than a Netflix subscription. It is less than an Netflix person. Yeah, and it's 16 and almost ounces. more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I know. It doesn't get canceled after one one season. <laughs> I'm trying not to get meat canceled. I have one of those days at work where uh -oh. if I had not been caffeinated, my God, well, you see, I'm drinking. If I had not been caffeinating, I immediately, I told Mandy well, before I left, I'm like, I am drinking heavily tonight and passing out in the shower. That's my plan. <laughs> I had that kind of day. She's like, I don't know why this has become a thing for you where you just like, laid out of the shower and listen to like seventies metal or whatever. But I'm like, I'm doing it. So that's what I do now. <laughs> oh it's, boy. Turn my bathroom into a sauna. 
Just go to town. It's great. <laughs> All the images just jumped in my head right oh, there. Oh, flood so. it. Flood <laughs> it. I'll take video. I don't care. Just Fuck it. Headbanging with wet hair. Just I, I will Jesus. too. No, I know. It's not headbanging. It's like it's like it's like a mellow sort of thing. It's mellow. Uh, Yacht I'm rock. Just, I'm just well, I could do a bathtub. Okay, so Lebowski had the bathtub, right, with all the candles and he's smoking and yeah, all that. A little roach. He's got the little roach there. Yeah. I don't do that. And then or if and when I do, I certainly don't do it in the house. So right. that's 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 right out. Candles, I don't I suppose I could light some candles up there. That's not, okay, that might be my next step. But in the meantime, I don't know. I think it's funny. Last time I did, I think, uh, yeah, I like, I, <laughs> I was like drinking, uh, like the shower got cold and I turned it off and I was going to get out and I was just like, I'm actually kind of comfy still. And I just stayed there. And by the time I was ready to get out, the water was hot again. So I just turned it, you know, <laughs> turned it back on. There you go. There you go. I don't care Very if it's nice. weird. I don't care. Very it's nice. Co- cozy. So yes, fresh brewed coffee is my number one. I'm glad we filled in time with my drunken layabout. You know, Sweet. Whatever. Well, let me go back to Tom. Whatever it takes yeah. to unwind and cope, folks. We had a whole episode on unwinding, okay? Uh, speaking of saunas, uh, my next one is kind of related. Uh, it's summer rain on asphalt. Oh, yeah. That, that smell brings me back to my childhood and just mm-hmm. playing in the streets during the summer. It's just that rain hits and then it creates just like a... A humidity of just it feels for it's humidity that actually feels good mm-hmm. i don't know why um it just feels better uh yeah i just remember playing outside with my friends in the summer and if it rains it doesn't matter it's warm out let's run around in the rain this is gonna be awesome uh yeah we'd play football on this <laughs> we used to play football on the asphalt like just on the street like mm-hmm. a bunch of dummies and then <laughs> wonder why one of us would get hurt like yeah. like you stupid huge screech back down at your us. arm <laughs> yeah, yeah just like how did this happen <laughs> who would have thought that you know running at full speed on asphalt with somebody following you someone's gonna fall eventually <laughs> um but <laughs> But yeah, I just remember the the summers being great, and when it rains, which it rains here a lot, so you're gonna get plenty of summer days with rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't go out as much anymore because I'm an old man who just stays indoors. Uh, but I'd like to get out more this coming summer and try to not hunker down like I did last one. Well, let's make a commitment to be more active, all of us. Maybe go to the driving range, you know, once a week or something, you know? Yes. That'd be 100% cool. for that. We can get Why some, not? Cof- some cups of coffee on the way. Hey, whatever. I mean, I did <laughs> I did not include summer rain on asphalt, but I was very close because it was right there. I thought of the same thing. You're right. There's something very interesting and good about that smell. I don't know. It just smells clean, which I like. It's It's mm. just so refreshing. And yeah, it's like, you know, symbolically, it's washing away everything else, which is kind of a fun sure. thing for us. A fresh start. We like we like those those types of smells. And I agree with you. It didn't make my list. It was very close, though. Well, I'll tell you what did make my list number two. And I'm very confident it's it's either on your list, Zach, or it just made the miss uh, a forest right after it rains out in the forest, in the woods, right after the rain, get up into the hills right after it rains. Is it, it smells like the world is new. That's what it smells like. You are way out there beyond beyond the grit and the smog and the exhaust and the uh, of everything else of the, the bustle of the day, right? Your day to the weekday. You're away from the noise. You're out into the hills. Maybe it rains, maybe you're out there camping, whatever have you. Fine. Screw it. Got a little fog up in the trees and you're up hiking in the in the woods and that smell in that pine forest is just there's no they've made air fresheners trying to capture that smell and they just can't. They can't do it. There's nothing that beats that smell. It is so crisp and clean and it, you can feel how great it smells. So a pine forest right after the rain. Zach, how do you feel about that? So I I really like that a lot. That didn't make my list, but um, an iteration of that made my list, and I'll wait till my it's my turn. But okay. yes, I agree. Um, something about it, again, like with the rain kind of cleansing things, it, it just smells good. Anything out in the woods is going to smell so much cleaner than than in the city and in the smog, and, and the tranquility of it in itself. Like you, you can only really hear the critters and forest sounds 
it's just so peaceful. But yeah, like I can when you say forest right after the rain, I have an amazing image in my head of it and it just instantly transports me there. So that in itself is so calming. But yeah, that's a that's a very good choice. I almost feel like my sinuses are like violating this space, (laughs) like smelling in this air. (laughs) I feel like I've just been like just absorbed with all this grossness of civilization forever. And I, I, I love tech. I love civilization. I really do. But I also really, really love getting the hell away from it. From time yeah, to time. I agree with you. And that's kind of why. So for mine, I'm just going to call it hot dirt. And okay. uh, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. But the only thing I can think of is just hot dirt. So what I mean is I grew up camping. I spend a lot of the times in the outdoors and in the summertime and in the springtime, it's my favorite time to hike because I am okay with rain. However, I really like beautiful views and hot weather. So if I'm hiking on like a summer's day and it's, it's warm in the forest, it kind of beats off of the ground and it rises up. And it's this very, very distinct smell of like pine needles and hot dirt. Um, there's no other way to really describe it. Anybody who spends out, t- out um, time outdoors camping and such knows, but that's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of when I was a kid in the summer and we'd camp all the time and you just get that hot dirt smell. Um, it's one of my favorite things and it motivates me when I'm hiking. Uh, absolutely love it. So yes, that that is probably one of my favorite smells of all time. You and I share a, uh, we definitely share that sense of getting the hell out of here and going and smelling that. Oh, absolutely, man. Tell me, you're going to say something just there? Uh, no, but I have been watching a lot of the show alone, so I am I know what the outdoors is like, guys. Yeah, okay, see, um, this is what we're saying. You can't, there's no smell-o-vision. <laughs> oh, I wish there was, because those yeah. people look like they're having a, a lousy time out there in the woods. No, yeah, it doesn't B- make me want to go out there. The B.O. at that point would definitely give you an idea of how bad they're yeah, really sucking. W- when they're at day 80 and you just oh. see them covered in dirt, it's just like, Ooh, <laughs> I don't want right. to be the camera crew that has to go pick them up. <laughs> the camera yeah. crew's just eating chicken strips and like <laughs> drinking mead while, while everyone smells <laughs> like dirt. <laughs> so. Oh, it's so good. There's well, definitely times I wish I had those really true survival, uh, survival skills that I could actually get out there for a month or two or three at a time and actually forage and live off the land and feel very comfortable with that because God knows yeah. I've stored up enough calories that I don't <laughs> really need to forage that much. I can actually survive quite well on not a whole lot, um, but well, I, I'm too much of a wuss. I don't have time. I can't do that. I know, but don't worry. There's lots of there's people who go on that show and they're very confident and they tap out on day one. And it's like I know, wait, I know. You heard you heard the rustling in a bush that you thought was a bear, and now you're going home. You didn't even see the bear. You're just going home because you were like oh no there might be a beer near me that's such a good (laughs) point you signed up for this you couldn't last a day Mm. i could last a day with no skills i just lay on the beach and then call them in the morning (laughs) there we go one (laughs) night that's fair (laughs) i stayed in one spot for 24 consecutive hours give me money there you go i do that for free okay (laughs) zach uh you already said you're number two so I think this moves back over to Tom. What's what's your number three? Although I don't go out in the woods much, the next thing I like is in the woods a lot, and that is fire smoke. Um, when I, when I go to like a bonfire or something like that, I love sitting around the fire. I like the smell of it and just burning wood. This goes with like barbecues too. I don't even need like a barbecue with meat on it. Just like the smell of a barbecue is great to me. But whenever I'm thinking about like, there's great memories when it comes to sitting around a fire. I've never had a bad time sitting around a fire with people like, and I'm the type of person where I don't like having one-on-one conversations with people. I don't know with my friends. That's fine. But people I don't know, it's like my worst nightmare is just having like (laughs) a one-on-one conversation with someone. So the fire is great because it's, it's like everyone around the fire is talking and you can get to know people without having to talk to them directly, which would give me like a a mini panic attack in my head. So, (laughs) so I see the fire as something that brings us together and makes me not have to feel awkward. <laughs> that is ancient knowledge. 
That's ancient knowledge. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. way back in the day, right? That's that's thousands and tens of thousands of years, man. There's something very primal about being able to standing around a fire, sitting around a fire, and just chopping it up and saying your piece and letting other people share. That is ancient, ancient knowledge. You're right. There's something very soothing and old and original and way deep down in our DNA about that. Yeah, I love I love fires, um, not in a pyromaniac sense, but I, I love to do <laughs> campfires. Uh, I have a method because I feel like everybody has a method on how they start a fire. And mine works about 99% of the time. It's a great method as long as the conditions hold. But I absolutely love it. The one thing I will say, though, is I do like campfire smell like when you're yeah. out there. But when you get home, I can't stand the smell oh, of smoke. It's on brutal. <laughs> it's just so hard to get it off of your clothes. Yeah. And same thing with like a barbecue. Um, yeah. When my brother and I were younger, my brother's an asshole, but he would say smoke follows the ugly whenever smoke would kind of go towards you. So, you know, when you're sitting around a campfire and you just keep getting blasted with smoke, you try yeah. to move and then it keeps following you and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> so, um, oh, your brother's a dick. Yeah, he is a dick. But <laughs> okay. the um, have you seen have you guys seen those solo stoves? No, I don't no. believe so. They sell them at Costco. They're these solo. They're like these metal drum barrels, basically, and they have this um, inner layer that helps basically with the smoke, um, and it it navigates it towards the top, so it pushes all the smoke in a in a um, central area, like out the top, instead of all over the place, and it kind of okay. controls it. And there's less smoke with it too. They're fantastic. Um, I would really like to get one. They have them in all shapes and sizes. But um, it, it's good for camping, especially in places that don't allow campfires because it's it's technically like a contained campfire. So I think okay. you can get away with it. But I was um, just going to yeah. say, otherwise, it's like, dude, it's not that big. Like the smoke's going to fire you that or follow you. That's part of the experience. Right. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I don't mind it. I don't mind it that much. Just moving the chair. But um, if, if you get some real wet wood, that's just smoking like crazy. And it, it's falling you. It can irritate sure. the shit out of your eyes. But sure. otherwise, I love uh, I love the campfire. Well, I know what else you love. Hmm. A summer barbecue mm. with an ice cold one. Standing around, meat on a grill with your buddies, hanging around, chopping it up. Talking about Mariners baseball when they're winning a bunch of games. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. and, I, you know, whether and whether you're maybe you're not super, you know, you, maybe you're not even a meatitarian. Maybe you're a vegetarian. You can grill up some good veggies on the grill, too, and still get a really good smell out of it. Isn't that right, Zach? Yes, you can. Hell yeah. Barbecue is my number three. I'm just going to riff off of what you just said. I mean, everything to do with fire. I almost included campfire because, you know, I love it so much. But I figured one outdoor thing, one food thing. This is my one food entry is just barbecue, whether it's dogs or ribs, steaks, whatever. You fire up the grill. I'm salivating. So are you. And I know Hank Hill would hate me for it because this whole thing was <laughs> taste the meat, not the heat with propane. But charcoal briquettes, man, it's just they they it's got a really cool smell to it. And some people are really they love the wood chips, too. And I get that the hickory. That's great. You're right. You're right. But basic charcoal is also really, really, a really interesting and good nostalgic smell. You talked about nostalgia takes me right back to my early childhood man it takes me back to that 1980s cold war we're all gonna die let's eat some barbecue <laughs> <laughs> that's what it does for me man barbecue that's my number three yeah i like i like a good barbecue especially because you can smell it from so far away and you instantly mm-hmm. if, especially if you can't see the barbecue you're like i wonder what they're cooking could it be a steak could it be a hot dog? <laughs> you can smell it. You can a lot of time you can smell it on the air, man. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, oh god, that, okay, that got some brisket going on over there. I, <sighs> I hate that. I hate that smell because I know I'm not eating the food, and it makes me so <laughs> angry. Just like I smell barbecue on the air, it's just like, what? Why don't you invite me over? Don't talk to me or anything, but I'll, I'll eat your food. You're but. cooking up for the whole neighborhood, <laughs> then you know, okay. <sighs> I don't know. I it's feel like if you're, oh, I, I don't know, I, I wish I, <laughs> romantically, I love the idea of like, I'm cooking up for the whole neighborhood. Yeah, come on over, grab a wing. But I'm, at the same time, I'm like, you tell them, I'm like, go away. <laughs> I don't want to know you. It's like feeding the birds. They're going to keep coming back. I don't want to know you. That's a very Midwest thing where you just have like, you start cooking and a whole block shows up looking for food. It's like, yeah, come on in. I got plenty. Or you cook up like 20 steaks because you know, people are just going to show up and start eating your food. That's a very Midwest thing. And I think it's 
southern thing as well. Mm-hmm. Whereas out here, you no, know, we wouldn't even dream of of making ourselves such a burden on other people. We just don't. That's our brand of hospitality is not being a burden on you. Exactly. We're That's, also yeah. passive aggressive. <laughs> we do the inverse thing. That's just how we do Very it. Very passive aggressive. Exactly. There you are. Well, the only food item that I have for my one of my top five smells on here, because I had coffee, which is a beverage, but the only food item I have, um, do you guys like the carnival? Yeah, of course. Yes. You like carnival food, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So my favorite thing, my all-time favorite thing to have at a carnival, not even curly fries, not even cotton candy, but I'm talking about corn dogs, the jumbo corn dogs. Um, it's if and when I go to a carnival and if and when I eat at a carnival, it's always a corn dog. Uh, I don't care how deep fried it is, how bad it is for me. It's just that aroma hits you and you can smell it all across the fairgrounds. And I absolutely love it. Um, I don't even like yellow mustard very much, but I'll still put a little bit in there to dip it into. I always do ketchup, but a little bit of mustard in there. Oh, boy, it is so good that that sweetness in the corn cornmeal and then that crisp and that crunch with it and it is a portable food, but so delicious. And, you know, they're just gigantic. Um, inflation's been a real bitch on them, so they've gone up in yeah. price over the years. But, man, I love a good uh, jumbo fair corn dog. Hell, yeah. Mm-hmm. Come August, we might need to have like a top five fair foods or top five fair attractions, carnival attraction situation. Because that's that's carnival and fair season, right? Yeah, that's a good yep. point. Mine would yeah. be corn dog five times. <laughs> okay. Well, I used to work for, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I think my very first, yeah, no, my very first job ever was a two week stint at the Walla Walla onion burger at Evergreen oh, state fair. Yum. Hell yeah. Walla so Walla, it's so, so good. Yeah. I would be a burger builder. I'd stack up those burgers, cook them up, stack them up. Uh, onion maker, you cut those onions. God, it's huge, huge onion rings, gigantic, wow. uh, like the size of like bigger in your hand, huge. I don't know where the hell they got these gigantic damn onions, but um, it was a cool job. It was my first job ever. Show up there at like 7 a.m. Got to get things going because, you know, the fair grounds would open, I think, at 9. And then we'd be there till uh, like till close. You're there. You know, it's, a, it's my only experience as a carny. And I don't uh, I don't think I'll ever do it again. But there's definitely a part of me that sort of loves that life. And I could have gone in that direction, man. I could have been a carny. Damn it. I still can. I still have it in me. I can still be a carny. Still do it. That sounds yeah. amazing. I, I love a good Walla Walla sweet onion. And Oh, God. Yeah. Evergreen State Fair when they're in town. Well, maybe we should go there one weekend in, in August. I couldn't go this year because we had all our money and time saved up. We we're going to uh, we we're going to Peru in September. And it was just like we're not spending any <laughs> money on Walla Walla onion burger. Oh, man. Uh, I remember when Mike had, um, do they only have one child or two kids? They got two. They got two. Uh, So when they had their first child, I remember a story years ago, Mike was talking about the Evergreen State Fair and he was eating like a corn dog or eating mustard or something and he was taking care of their first child and he forgot to get napkins. So he just looked around and he used the baby's like spit up rag Ah, on ah, the baby ah, to wipe his mouth. He's like, oh, it works. (laughs) Yeah. Why not? I was Uh, like, that's a very Mike story. I thought he was going to like just wipe it on the baby. The baby don't. (laughs) That would have been reasonable, too. It's kind of like the time when he was eating a burger and he got some ketchup on like his cheek. So he just used the bun to like wipe his cheek. (laughs) (laughs) That is like that. Like, oh, my God. There was also a genius. There was a time he told told me that uh, he was dating a gal and he took a a shit in her bathroom and there was no toilet paper. And so he just decided to jump in the shower instead of asking for <laughs> toilet paper. We're talking about uh, smells, guys. Do we have to talk about that? Oh, that's I'm great. guessing it smelled. Oh, oh man. I'm sure it did. Let's move right along. Yeah, Tom, uh, your fourth uh, one. Uh, okay, well, speaking of hot dogs, um, so while I was in Vancouver, um, uh, Whitney had a little bit of an upset tummy, so I went to the, the drugstore at about 10 o'clock to get her some Tums. Mm-hmm. But I told her, just so you know, I'm going to stop and get a hot dog on the way because there's a place called Japana Dog that uh, each time I've gone there, I've, I've gone and got a hot dog. It's delicious. And I was like, I'm going to get one just so you know. That's happening. And I went over and I got a hot dog. It was delicious. Got the Tums. And on my way back, I was walking, and there's a guy walking down the street. 
and he was smoking a pipe. And when he walked by me, it was just such a pleasant smell. Yeah. And that was before you like even suggested this as an episode. I smelled that and thought, that's an amazing smell. I love the smell of pipe tobacco, very specifically pipe tobacco. It's very different than like somebody smoking a cigarette, which smells terrible, but just the different flavors that are in pipe tobacco. And just, it, it's kind of just like a scented candle that somebody smokes just going around puffing that air. I, I would let someone blow that right in my face. Speaking Uh, of a, speaking (laughs) of nostalgia smells, like you don't, smell a whole lot of that anymore uh i i smoked pipe tobacco for a little bit it's just got a really different it's just such a pain in the ass compared to cigarettes uh i don't i don't really (laughs) smoke anymore like maybe occasionally when i'm drinking just for fun but i don't smoke regularly anymore (laughs) you know um cigars also smell really good certain cigars smell amazing and pipe tobacco smells incredibly good and you're right so much better than cigarettes you're absolutely right um, but the taste is very different. It's a whole different situation. It's certainly nowhere near as convenient as a cigarette, which is why it fell out of style. Yeah. I, I remember Gordy used to have a pipe and he would smoke a pipe and it was always great. And then he stopped. And this was the first time since then <clears throat> I had been by anyone with it. Uh, Cause how often do you, are you around somebody with a pipe? Like it just doesn't happen because this it's guy a pain was just, in the ass. That's why he stopped. Yeah. He was just like walking down the street with the pipe in his mouth. Like he wasn't like, didn't have his hand up to her or anything. He was just kind of smoking it without a hand. And it was just like, that guy's the coolest guy ever. (laughs) Up here, like, yeah, in the Northwest and Vancouver is part of the Northwest. Like smoking a pipe is not like even hipster douchebag thing. That's just like, it's just whatever. That's, we're just a bit that way out here. That's just odd. Was he an older guy, younger guy, or uh, he was probably in his, I'd say, early thirties. Okay, a little bit, maybe a little hipster, but that's fine. Maybe a little. <laughs> that's fine. Still, I agree with you. That smell of a pipe tobacco is very, very sweet and tasty and delicious, and it's like a scented candle. You're right. Okay. All right. So I think that moves on to my number four. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. We're making good time as opposed to last week. I have a weird one. Um, I've mentioned a few times when I was a professional clown for haunt season in October, going to the haunts and checking in for my my call time and getting in line for my clown costume. And that was great. and Putting on the costume really quick. And then I had to go to makeup. Airbrush makeup smells amazing. <laughs> it, uh, it's like a weird, cool thing. I don't know what it is. It's got like this sort of almost delicate, almost like a citrus smell, like almost acrid citrus sort of situation. I found that I was like, I realized my second to last weekend doing it. I realized like, I'm really going to miss that smell when the season's over. I'm going to miss this. (laughs) I'm going to miss showing up and sitting in this chair and having one of these amazing makeup artists sit here and have a design idea for my face and start spraying over it. And I smell that scent and I'm just, I'm going to miss it. And it's not something that objectively, it's not something you would make a candle out of. This is not something you're going to come across in the wild. It's just not a situation. You would not know what it smells like unless you sat in a chair and somebody's airbrushed makeup onto your face. It's the only way you can do it. And I found that I love that smell. I miss it. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to going back next October and smelling it again. So that's my one weird left left field whatever addition to my list is airbrush makeup i don't think i've i could ever say that i've had airbrush makeup put on before so i'm just gonna have to take your word on it because sometimes those weird awkward things do smell very good and it's hard to explain yeah i mean do you have anything on your list that you thought of that's like or thought about when you were making your list that was like so out of left field that you're like there's no way we're gonna have a conversation about it because you're the only one who has ever possibly smelled something like this in terms of this conversation? I didn't put it on my list, but I was thinking about, um, I call, I would call it electronics. And so when, when certain electronics are running, it has a distinct smell because of a fan. And I think of specifically a copy machine when you're running copies, it has that very distinct smell of electricity or whatever it may be. And I, I, I like it, uh, but it's not on my list. <laughs> yeah. Freshly printed sheets of paper. Yeah. 
Yeah. Have and a just feel, the, the machine have a hot feel and spring. Well, yeah. And like the machine pumping out too. Like it just, it's all, it's all encompassing. Okay. What about you, Tom? Anything weird or completely off the beat? Nothing. Nope. As you shake your head. Okay. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. Cause again, I have a terrible sense of smell. So those little things that people notice, I don't notice those at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I just happened to notice it. I was just like, this is new. It was so new to anything I'd ever done before that I decided I have to try to take note of all these different things that are completely sideways from what I'm accustomed to and and remember this. And that was just one of those things that was so very, very different. So, uh, okay. So I think we'll move into uh, Zach's number four. Zach, what's your number four? All right. Yeah. So this is um, this is a good one. Um, we are all in relationships. Uh, two of us are married. I'm not married, but um, we've bo- we've both both we've all been intimate with our partners. And what can I say? I love intimacy. So sex is on my list. I really? love the smell of sex. Okay. Um, and that can be something for anyone. You, however you want to describe it, it can be it. It could be the the dirty, sweaty sex or it could be the the, the comforting cuddling post coitus uh, smell or whatever it may be but everything that's involved with sex is awesome i mean especially if you have it with a person you love it just really is there's nothing better than that intimacy and just the the, the air and the feeling you have from it so sex that yeah. smell is great great addition i mean it's a sensory overload obviously and that's one of those senses Mm -hmm. of of being with your of your partner uh being right there that's just it's very very special so it's it's pheromones that that attract you to that person oh yeah your pheromones are crazy at that moment yeah Yeah. that's just yeah forget it forget it they they own you at that moment your sinus is having a heyday and being like oh yeah let's do this (laughs) well yes i wouldn't have put it that way but yeah you're absolutely right (laughs) depending on what your sinus is like depending on what your nasal passage is like then we'll see (laughs) that that's a weird pickup line Baby, my sinuses are super into you. <laughs> I think we would have good pheromones. Do you want to have sex? Yeah. <laughs> and then you get the cops called on you. So I guess um, it's just go ahead. Thomas. I'm just I'm just going to add on to that because that's kind of the same thing for me, but not just specifically sex, um, just my significant other, my wife. Yeah. Um, and that could be the good smells or the bad smells. She, <laughs> she sometimes has some smelly armpits and I can smell them sometimes. And she gets very self-conscious about it. And I'm just like, what? It, it's not a bad smell. It's just that that's your smell. And I like it. And she'll get really weird about it because I'm a weirdo who will like smell her <laughs> armpits. Like, sure. Like <laughs> the weird guy I am. Uh, uh, you know, and, Mandy, yeah. Yeah. Mandy Go has ahead. a particular <laughs> smell and, so do I, I'm sure. No, I don't. I never stink, ever. Uh, I smell like cinnamon buns. <laughs> I, guess know that. I smell like vanilla. <laughs> Shit. You know what, Tom? We are liars. I know. We are liars. I agree with you, Tom. I mean, something about the way that they smell, especially like smelling the pillow when they're gone, right? You know, or or if they borrow a sweatshirt from you or a hoodie, it just kind of lingers. And it's those those idiosyncrasies that you you love about your partner, which is so great. Because you wake up every day and you're like, I get another day with them and mm-hmm. I don't care if they just farted and crop dusted. Um, it's <laughs> it, it's it's sweet and it's cute because I love them or because, you know, they're special to me. And so that's Say that after 20 years. Okay? Right. But exactly. Still, I get it. <laughs> no, you know what I mean, though? Like, I do. I yeah, do, it's 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 like I would rather be in a world where your farts smell than be in a world yeah. where I can't smell your farts at all. I, so, I totally 100%. That is the most romantic thing I've ever heard. Put that on a Valentine's Day card. I I'm going to tell, tell Mandy that later. You should. And be like, beef no, stew. No, I'm not. I'm not. Because it's going to be an invitation for her to come to my office and fart and leave. And I'm like, don't do that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. No. Uh, also, but from what I've heard and what I've read, apparently dating, that's a big thing, too. You talk, You could talk about that, Zach how important your sense of smell is when you're trying to attract somebody, right? Cause everything I've ever seen from like the cover of women's magazines or from gal pals that I know who've dated, you're like, you can have, yeah, your sense of style and your fashion, you know, of course that factors and how you look is certainly going to be dictate how, how interested they're going to be. But if they get up close to you and you stink, it doesn't matter how well dressed you are or how good looking you are or whatever this is like 
it's an instant turnoff. If they could smell your BO, it's an instant turnoff. Conversely, if you smell amazing, they're going to be super, super into you. I think from from everything I've ever heard, for especially for women, that sense of smell is one of the most important things you're bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. So really consider that, fellas, going forward. And, and and like on mine, sex is such an intimate thing. And so when you're with that person, yeah, I mean, your first impression on a date when you need the smell to be good and just in general, um, again, it's that it goes back to those pheromones. If if your if your pheromones don't match up, then unfortunately, it's probably not going to be a match. Um, and that's you can why get, we have perfume and cologne to make your pheromones lie. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I think just, just finding that. And, uh, once you kind of, once you're intimate with somebody and you, you have figured out your sense, it's, it, it really kind of works. So yes. Um, I agree. Right. Great addition. Well, Eric, your fifth and final. Uh, well, I, Tom, did you talk about your fifth and final? Is that, yeah, just my significant other. Oh, okay, great. Well, then I am going to read something off that I saved because this is the best intro to this. My eyes start around the wood-paneled room and over to the circulation desk. Few sounds disturb the heavy quiet in here, an occasional cough, the scrape of a chair on the warm, creaky floorboards, the chirping wheels of the book delivery cart, the deliberately slow turning of a stiff, crinkled, centuries-old page, all my fellow readers are hunched over, absorbed in their own treasures. Good, now's my chance. I lean in, my head inching imperceptibly toward my reading table, and the 400-year-old encyclopedia of medicinal plants resting in its foam cradle. I check the room again, I move in, I inhale. It's a haunting smell, a musty, mossy mushroom smell. The history it conjures, castles and clock towers, river and hedgerow, Plague and pudding, heartache, fog, thrones, hay, quinces, rue, rosemary, ivy, horn, blackbirds baked in pies, wet soil, centuries of candlelight and English damp, old books. I love old book smell. And new book smell is really great, too. I have no problem with new book smell. Sorry, my phone just went off. Mandy was calling me. She forgot I was recording. Hi. (laughs) I love new book smell, too. But I really, really, really love old book smell. I love old book smell. Because of all the memories that it conjures. Uh, Like you just, we were talking, we've been talking multiple times through here how it smell conjures up nostalgia like nothing else. So for me, when I read an old copy, especially of like a, of a Dickens novel of a time when it was not long after it was originally printed, it takes me right into that story more than if I had read a new copy of it. Certainly more than if I'd read a, you know, a PDF version of it or whatever, nothing beats that old book smell. So I love the smell of old books. That's my number five. I am right there with you because that is also my number five is, well, mine's just books in general. Okay, fair um, enough. I do really like, you're, you're absolutely right. And I really like what you read before because it just transported me to a time when I'd be in a library. Um, I love the library. I love to go around. It's quiet. You're right. The cough, the scrape that you kind of hear. And just picking up an ancient book or ancient is a relative term, mm-hmm. but you just, you're flipping through the pages and it just the, the aroma hits you and you're like, Oh man, something about it. You know, I'm about to learn. I'm about to go on an adventure. I'm about to do something, but you, using your hands to turn the pages, it feels so good. And yeah, that aroma, it just, it comes up and I don't know. It's, it's, it's a nerdy scent, but I, I love the shit. It's out of nerdy it. as hell, but it's the best. It's so I- good. It's, it's why I have physical books. Um, I do have like a Kindle. I have those, but it's why I have physical books so I can lend them to people and have tangible things. I can feel them. I can smell them. It's just great. Um, love a hardback book, but honestly, it's fun to skim through a paperback and just, yeah, like, sniff it like that. Like, yeah, Eric's went, getting high off a, his own medicine. I went, I went and got an old book <laughs> off my shelf. I had to go get one. Uh, this is, uh, like I've mentioned this before, this is a, a, a volume uh, editor-in-chief, William Jennings Bryan, if you know that name. Hmm. Um, in 10 volumes, this was printed in, let me see if I can find through these crinkly old pages, 1906. Oh, wow. 1906. So, more than 100 years ago. Uh, this particular volume has to do great orations from Great Britain. Uh, there's like a 
the war in America denounced, uh, like, uh, I guess they didn't like that we declared war. That was like a bad thing, apparently. Um, yeah, so it's just, I, I just open any page, open any page, and just, God, that old smell. I wish I, I wish I could put it through the microphone so you could smell it, but it's just so much history in here. It's just incredible. So, yeah, it's like I'm like, the very first one on here. It's a oration from 1781. And it just takes you right back into that time and place. And it's just wonderful, wonderful smell. Love it. Yeah, absolutely agree with you. Books are amazing. They smell fantastic and yeah. 100%. New books right off the printer, right when you go, you know, the midnight selling of Harry Potter or whatever, crack that baby open. You know, hey, we did that for Harry Potter. We showed up for, uh, you know, when those books were came out, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I don't remember the last book I stood there at midnight to go get as soon as I put on the shelf. That was mm-hmm. like, I think the last one, the second, the deathly house or whatever. I think it was the last one. I just want to eat it. I want to get a new book. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Fair okay. enough. Okay. I don't smell books. Uh, yeah. just, it, I, I brought it all <laughs> down. Just like I tried to smell one of my books while you were talking. Nope. Nothing. Books no. are meant to be read, not sniffed. <laughs> yeah. You guys are dumb. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry to hear that, Tom. <laughs> all right. Well, is that, I think that's five for all of us, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Sure is. All right. Well, let me go down our list real quick. Thomas here, he had bacon, summer rain on asphalt, fire smoke, pipe tobacco, and the smell of his significant other. Eric, that's me. I talk about fresh brewed coffee. Forest, right after the rain, barbecue, airbrush makeup, and old books. Zach talked about fresh brewed coffee, same as me. Hot Dirt, name of his emo band. Uh, <laughs> fair, uh, fairground corn dog, smell of sex, and also books. So this was an interesting list. I'm glad we talked about it. It was definitely a peculiar topic. I, I appreciate your guys' indulgence as we dip through this sensory overlord of uh, overload of talking about sniffs and smells this one's for the dogs <laughs> i will thank everybody for tuning into the top five podcast be sure to follow us on twitter at podcast top five at zachdale 60 at tom top five and at snack burglar that's me where you can give us ideas tell us if we're crazy or even suggest a topic for a future episode And of course, if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you. And remember, it's okay to be wrong, even though you think you're right. Hey, if a clown farted, would it smell funny? Yes. Yes, it would. Yes, yes, it would. (laughs) It's a fart, Tom. (laughs) Uh, All right, bye, everybody. See you. Bye.